Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fabulous episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts today, Dale DeMont. Thanks for joining us, as always. With me tonight, uh, doing this waiver wire episode, is the uh, the best in the business, Armando Crespo. What's up? What's up, Dale? I'm- oh, man. I don't do the intros enough, but I forgot to say that we are the uh, oven-baked bacon of fantasy football podcasts. That's good. There's not enough of us. We're a healthy source <laughs> of your protein. No, no, no. It's definitely not. I don't think it's any healthier because it's baking in grease. Um, so it's definitely not helping that. But I just baked bacon for the first time because I tweeted a couple weeks ago that uh, I was frying bacon and it was splattering everywhere. Horrible disaster because, you know, the cleanup is always sucky. So a couple people suggested to bake bacon. My life has never been better since then. It is amazing. Have you ever done it? No, but did you know that what? bacon and all processed meats are Uh-oh. 70% worse for you than unprocessed meats like a T-bone steak? Yes, I and I knew that and that's why turkey like ground turkey and stuff is so bad, right? Because it's so it's so processed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But I think you definitely have watched your fair share of Netflix documentaries, I'm sure. No, no, I just read lots of books. Um you are you're pretty vegetarian, aren't you? Uh like what percentage of vegetarian are you? I mean, I just try to watch what I eat. Um I do enjoy my vegetables on a in a healthy way. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <That's so stupid. laughs> um you're going vegan is what i'm getting at oh yeah yeah i'm going vegan um you know i've gained a few pounds uh, this past year re you know revamping my house so i'm trying to buckle down and uh you know cutting out all the unneeded calories is uh what but we're doing. Is it, that's the only reason you're going vegan is for the calories because you can you could you could not go vegan and still be okay like you can eat eggs eggs are great protein i get it it's not nearly it, as bad for but, you as me but eating lots of vegetables, I'm not going to go okay, like, I'm not going to be one of those nasty vegans that eats Oreos, you know, like I'm going right, to drink right, a right. lot of fruits and vegetables and really try and okay, just, yeah, just get your health back to where it needs to be. Uh, my girlfriend just told me she's going to throw a candle at me if I continue talking about this. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, like, well, I guess we'll move on. I, I started my, uh, healthy lifestyle change, by the way, I ran like two and a half miles today, got a nice sweat going on. So um, ate very healthy today. I ate a couple eggs for breakfast and, um, nice, nice. So I'm, 
Yeah, yeah. So and some potatoes for dinner. So you need I'm th- good to go. Just throw a smoothie in there, Dale, and you'll you'll feel a hundred times better. Dude, that's so much trouble. Like being healthy is a pain in the ass. But think about it, Dale. Think about it. Do you want what? cancer? Just, no. Just keep asking. I, God, if you if, if you want cancer or not, that's all you got to ask yourself. If you don't want cancer, eat a smoothie. <laughs> that's all you got to okay. say to yourself, man. Have a fruit smoothie. No, no juices because you know juices are terrible for you. Throw the <laughs> throw the whole orange. Or you want the fiber to help your stomach process everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Oh, um, by the way, uh, I know I introduced you, Armando, but behind the glass is our executive producer of content, Austin. He's helping us tonight uh, via chat, listening live in uh, our podcast. You know, uh, Armando, I'm thinking about letting like a lucky listener listen in live on the podcast to hear what goes on. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, I, I, but if anybody has any... I think we should do it with Curtis. I think Curtis has earned the right to be on a live episode just listening. Well, Curtis is our this year, our this this month's listener of the month, but then Mello was a listener of the month last month. So I think Mello kind of gets priority if he Ooh. wants. Oh, but who but is who? We have a lot of we have a lot of good listeners, so I don't know how to pick it. Maybe I don't know if you guys want to email us and you know tell us, hey, I want to be part of a live podcast. I just want to sit in because we record these. I don't know, right around 9, 9 p.m. before they put out. So um, it allows you to get some inside information before we post it. I don't know. It might be fun. It might be like a fun giveaway or something if anybody's interested. If nobody's interested, I don't give a shit. I won't do it. But I think that might be a good option. It's good. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the podcast, I do want to say we are talking waiver wires today. We're talking waiver wire pickups. I listened to a lot of your feedback, and we will be having a um, – We'll be discussing like fab budgets and stuff like that. We don't do that enough, and I, I guess you know we should have been. I don't know why we really haven't been. I blew my budget uh, like three weeks ago on Alfred Morris. It was a mistake. <laughs> I have, I, <laughs> and I accidentally overbid on um, Drew Stanton. So I don't don't ask me for advice on that. <laughs> um, on top of that, guys, I know I've been talking about it a lot. It's actually pretty fun. We have a private group on Facebook, the Eat Nation private group. If you can't find it, email uh, email us, eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. But uh, go on Facebook and just search for Eat Nation Private Group and request access. It's pretty fun. We've had, I think we there's over 100 people in the group already. And uh, it's just a bunch of us, you know, like-minded people talking fantasy, asking for advice, giving advice. So it's pretty fun. I, I, I'm starting to favor it slightly over Twitter. I don't know. Ooh. I mean, maybe it's just like, you know, the the new girl in town that I like. I don't know. But... Um, if you guys are interested and you have Facebook, awesome. If you don't have Facebook, like I said, it seems like you're hiding from somebody. You don't want to be found. That's the only reason people don't have Facebook. Does, um, never mind. What? I was going to ask, does Lucy K have a uh, Facebook? Yeah. Poor Louis. No, I'm not gonna say that. that no, not poor Louis. <laughs> no, you shut I don't the know fuck. why I just said that. Shut the fuck I mean, up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I do feel bad for Louis C.K. a little bit. Um, go ahead. I, look, I don't feel. Uh, I'm gonna dig myself a hole. Yep. Never mind. No, no dig it. Dig. You already started. You said you feel bad for him <laughs> twice. Look I, look, I don't feel bad for him. I don't. Um, but you got to feel bad for somebody's career because he's he's never. We're not gonna hear from him for probably years, if not years, for the rest of his. His life, he's going to be hiding. I mean, he has enough money to hide somewhere and, and be okay. Um, and he has a lot of talent. He's a funny guy, but obviously what he did was super wrong, and there's 
there's nothing. I mean, did you see the trailer for his new movie? No. It is creepy yep. as fuck, Dale. Is it? Yeah. Uh, it's called Daddy, I Love You, and it's about his 17-year-old daughter that moves in with him and his producer friend that wants to get with her. Uh, yeah. It's really man, creepy. Weird. Okay. Well, I, again, I don't feel bad for him. Let me just say that. I don't at all. He he deserves everything he's going to get. Um, so, anyways. We'll move on. Yep. <laughs> I shouldn't have even brought this up. I don't know why you used to, first thing you say is I feel bad I for him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Just... All right. Steven, by the way, Steven Spacortelli. Yeah. I'm saying his name wrong, but Steven, our, uh, our, one of our great writers, writes the waiver wire article. So if you want more insight, we're going to take some notes from his article, of course, and, uh, and then add our own little flair to it. So, uh, Steven's article should be up by the time you're listening to this. So if you're interested, go to eatsleepfantasy.com, check it out. Amanda, let's get right into it. Sure. We're like eight minutes into the podcast now and we haven't began waiver wires. Well, we've talked we about dieting and sex offenders. So we're good. <laughs> All right. Let's start off with maybe some, somebody that we haven't talked about in a couple of weeks, Danny Woodhead, Armando. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he was out. He's been out since week one. <laughs> he got. He was injured pretty much the first play of the season. He's coming back uh, next week, right? Uh, actually, no, Dale. There's a chance he might not be ready for week eleven. That's sad news. Yeah, it was just released. So, uh, if go ahead, if he does, I still kind of like Alex Collins. It's Buck Allen's touches that he's not. He's going to take away um, the pass catching role. Yeah. So if if you need a running back to stash and you have a roster spot, I will say probably I don't know if you have a two hundred dollar budget, I think it's safe to say maybe like five bucks on a two hundred dollar budget. Four or five bucks is is safe enough to stash him if you have the money and you have the roster spot. Do you agree? Honestly, if he's still available in your waiver wire, I think he's the number one guy you need to add. If you have I would waste fifty fifty percent of your budget right now if you have that to waste on Danny Woodhead. I would definitely consider that. Whatever it is, really? I think Danny Woodhead is a game changer. He plays Cleveland. Uh, I think yeah. it's week what 14 of the uh, that's the first week of the playoffs. Uh, yeah. He's going yeah, yeah, he's going to be back by then. Yeah. And there's could win you a week, right? Yeah. And there's so how much are you how much are you willing to spend on 50, on a 50% of my budget. Whatever I have left, I'm playing I'm doing at that's least a lot, dude. He's definitely worth it. Like they're saying he's going to get all the work when he gets back. Okay. In a PPR league, J- Javoris Allen has been amazing for he's where been, I got him as a free agent. Good. Like he's sure. been fantastic. I've had him at RB two, and he's had explosive weeks, and he's been great. Yep. If Danny Woodhead replicates that or does more, which he's a better running back than Javoris Allen. I'm happy as shit. I got myself a free running back. Right, right. The one thing you don't want is the Ravens to bring him back too early. Our uh, like Austin did. behind the glass here is telling us that he is sh- he's not spending any money on him because he believes Danny Woodhead's just going to get hurt again. Which hey, you never know. It's Danny Woodhead. Exactly. This Dallas backfield was kind of interesting. Uh, by the way, we don't really do a recap. Maybe we'll start doing a recap of the of the week. But you guys can just basically go on ESPN app and just look through all the scores and look through the box scores. Maybe you don't have time for that. Maybe that's why you're listening to our podcast. So I'm sorry that we didn't do a recap, but. Um, if you guys don't know, it looks like Alfred Morris is going to be the lead guy with the most uh, with the most attempts there. He had 11 attempts for 53 yards. Morris did. 
Darren McFadden wasn't involved at all. And uh, Rod Smith, uh, last week he uh, he did have three attempts, 14 yards, but he had six targets um, last week. Sneaky PPR guy moving forward, maybe, Rod Smith? Yeah, I think he's a deep stash. I mean, if you're desperate for a running back and the playoffs are approaching, you're not going to be able to make a trade with anybody. I think Rod Smith is definitely – so I, I would put him in the Booker category, just stash him away and see how things develop heading into the playoffs. They both have potential yeah. to you know to help you out, but I wouldn't yep. bank on them anytime soon whatsoever. Alfred Morris has that job on lock right now. He didn't do much with the work, but he's getting all the work. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I'm not spending any money on Rod Smith. He is interesting, and he, like you said, he's worth the stash, but I'm not – I mean – I'm not spending any money on him. Oh. Maybe 1% of my budget if I had to. <laughs> exactly. But no, nothing more than that. Yep. One guy that I hate um, that he's going to be on a lot of waiver wire lists is Jamal Williams. The dude is just not a very good runner. I mean, he, Aaron Jones, if you don't know, is out for three to six weeks. Ty Montgomery's ribs are a problem. They were last game, and they will probably continue to be a problem for the rest of the season. He's sickle cell. So the last man out yeah, is cell. Jamal Williams. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'm buying into Jamal. I mean, I, I don't project a lot to come out of, but if you're looking for a running back, like we said before, and you're desperate, you, you know, starting running back should just come along, Dale. He's going to get the work. He's definitely worth right. a grab. I mean, if you need a running back, definitely grab him because you're not going to find any other running back on the waiver wire at all right now. Right, right. And just based off volume alone, doesn't matter how shitty he is. Um, but it is worth that. He, he has a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. Then he plays Tampa and at Cleveland. So, I don't know. If he can get going and this Packers offense can play a little bit better, you never know. They did win the but, game last week against a pretty good right. defense. So I'm I'm yeah. definitely, like, if if I have a roster spot and, you know, I'm not going to blow my budget on him, I think he's definitely worth, not just a stash, he might be even worth a start depending on your bye weeks and injuries right, that you guys have. Weeks. Sure, sure, yep. We're almost out of the bye week stuff, so. <laughs> That's the last time I can say that for anything. <laughs> Also, um, another running back, and these running backs, they're really slim pickings, and I'm not really endorsing you to spin. These are more like, all these are pretty much stashes. Jamal Williams, maybe not like Armando said, but Elijah McGuire with Matt Forte out. Bilal Powell isn't lighting the world on fire. And I said this before, the reason why I didn't love Powell last week is because Elijah McGuire is still in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not buying into Lazarus. He's not good. He's just not good. I don't care what the stats say. You see him run. He looks. He looks terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's going to catch a passes. He did have seven targets, which maybe Josh McCown likes to dump it down to him. Um, but yeah, with with Matt Forte possibly coming back, or you know, we don't know his status. Yeah, the la- and Bilal Powell is going to be the guy. The last thing he said is they don't have a time seal for Matt Forte's return. They're they're not re- really sure if he's going to come back this year. So I, okay. I guess, I mean, if you're looking at that, sure, he might be worth it. He might be just as valuable as Jamal Williams, but right. he just hasn't done and, it and yet. It, He's had the opportunity. In a PPR format, yeah. if Josh McCown continues to throw him seven targets, I think it's worth something. I agree with that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. I mean, in a $200 budget, I'd spend 5 to $10 on him if yeah. I needed a running back. Yeah. I think I think, I think it's a good 5 to 10 bucks. Um, before we move off from running backs, uh, Steve has Austin Eckler as a possible grab. Definitely a handcuff going into the playoffs um, as a guy to grab. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had dude had two touchdowns. I know it was kind of fluky. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had two touchdowns last uh, Sunday against the Jags. I, I'm spending a couple of bucks on him to get him. Yeah. Just in case, especially if you're a Gordon owner. Yeah, I, I'm gra- I grabbed him already in my, um, in my Gordon leagues. 
But uh, yeah, they're playing Buffalo, and you saw what Kamara and Mark Ingram <laughs> did. Like, what, there's a really good chance they can replicate that. Eckler is pretty good. Not he's not Kamara, but he's pretty fucking good. I, 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 if you're going to use him next week, is a good chance. You know, like there's <laughs> there's a really good chance he's going to go for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Look, the the Bills, I think we're at bottom three in run defense. I'm pretty sure they're going to be bottom one after all the stats are out this week um just because they were so bad i mean kamara and ingram both had over 100 yards ingram we know has had three touchdowns kamara a touchdown drew Brees even rushed for a touchdown against the bills so yeah i mean i believed in the bills is so so sad (laughs) yeah i know i know same here um yeah so austin eckler i'll throw a couple bucks at him especially if you're gordon owner they have the bills cowboys and browns are their next three games yeah. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I, I'm all in on Gordon the rest of the way. All right. Another running back I want to talk about that's not on our list, Armando, is Samaj P. Ryan. I hate saying his name. Yep. I always fumble. Uh, Rob Kelly got hurt, and uh, he was actually in a walking boot leaving, uh, leaving the stadium. Yeah. You a- don't know what the timetable is for Kelly, but just knowing that it's going to be P. Ryan and Chris Thompson. For a while. I don't know, it, 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 should, it should bump P. Ryan's carries and attempts up a little bit and make them worthwhile yeah chris thompson's gonna be dangerous like if he yeah i think chris thompson's the guy to own but samaj perrine's gonna get a lot of work as well right right i'd, I'd be willing to spend about 10 percent um of my budget on perrine yeah definitely agree with that in a ppr format i think rex burkhead is worth uh worth noting if you get him trade him Get rid of him. That, that, that's the rule of thumb with with uh, Patriots running backs. Get him, trade him, get whatever you can for him. <laughs> I know Austin's going crazy. Uh, you, we can't hear him, but he's a huge Patriots fan, and uh, I see the little message thing saying that he's typing. So, yeah, uh, Rex Burkhead. He had 13 touches last week, three receptions, and had over 60 yards and a touchdown last I, week. So I, I think it was more of a product of the game, though. Against that's what they had yeah. game plan for the, against the Broncos. I don't see that going forward. I think still going to be sure. Deion Lewis going forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have he has the Raiders, Dolphins, and Bills coming up next. That's pretty so. fucking juicy, though, isn't it? Yeah, I like Deion Lewis. You know, I had I had Deion Lewis on my bench slash flex. And uh, I'm kind of forced to put him as my RB2 because I have C.J. Anderson and I've given up on C.J. Anderson officially. Yes. So. Yes. Rest in peace, C.J. <laughs> Anderson. Finally. Yes. <laughs> he's, on, he's on my bench. But I know, I can guarantee you, I've played him all fucking year. I guarantee you next next week, if you have him, you might want to play him because I'm benching him. And I have a feeling he's going to go off for like 150 yards and three touchdowns. Dale, just trade him away, Dale. Just get him for Get the best kicker in the game for him. Just one for one. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, some wide receivers here. Um, the first one is Deed Westbrook. We have no stats on him, but they did pick him to return from their IR spot. Um, Hearns has been ruled out for next week, so maybe now it's about time they activate Westbrook. Um, and Bortles has been on fire recently, so maybe he's worth a grab if you need a wide receiver deal. Yeah, yeah. His name is Deed, by the way. I don't know what you call them. I call him Deed. <laughs> What's that? It's a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are the worst with names. <laughs> Dead uh, yeah. No, no, I agree. Uh a stash. I don't know if look, he's a wide receiver. There's a lot of options out there with wide receivers. A lot of other people I'd rather have. Including Robert Woods. If he's available in your league, there's I mean, you 
you have to pick them up. I don't know if that's obvious or not, Armando. Is it? I mean, I'm spending. Yeah. I'll spend fifty percent of my budget on Robert Woods if he's still available. Look, man. Sure, if he's available, I'm grabbing him. But it's Robert Woods. I'm not buying into it. He's going to have a couple more good games, but this is he just had his best game of the of the season. It's it's one and done. Like he might he might topple ten. I mean, he played against Houston, who has one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. You saw what T.Y. Hilton did to them. Like I'm not buying into it. Dude, he's had over 65 yards. I think we talked about this last time. He has over 65 yards the last six games. Uh, last week, he had 171 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 171 and two touchdowns. The game before that, I know it's against the Giants, but he had 70 yards and two touchdowns. Right. Which, okay, the touchdowns, you can't count on them every week, I understand. But he had two touchdowns two days, had two weeks in a row. Then he played Arizona and had almost 60 yards. Jacksonville, he had 70. Seattle, he had almost 70. I get it. He's no. not a flash in the pan. I mean, he's consistently getting targeted by Jared Goff. This yeah. this is a high-powered offense here. And it's, uh, that's Robert, kinda, is that, Robert Does Woods that feel good is, saying that, Dale? Does that feel good saying that? The St. Louis Rams are a high-powered offense. They are. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff is playing great. Uh, he has. They have Minnesota. New Orleans isn't a great matchup. Um, but then they play Arizona, another good one. Philadelphia, Sa- Seattle, and the Super Bowl in the fantasy sup- in the fantasy playoffs, week sixteen, the Super Bowl. They play Tennessee, which is a great matchup. So that's the reason why I would spend fifty percent of my budget. I mean, definitely, he's he has a tremendous value right now. Spend if he's available, grab him and trade him because right now he's number eight among wide receivers, and that's okay. ridiculous. Okay, yes, if you can get him and trade him. While he, you know, while he's up there, I mean, he's not going to get better than 171 and two touchdowns. But uh, let, let me let, here. Let me uh, while we're talking about here, let me uh, read you a couple guys. You tell me if you'd rather have them, and I think they're these are guys right around. Um, okay, I'm not going to be right looking at my Robert ranks. Woods. I'm just going to just throw it out there. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm ready. I would uh, I would take Robert uh, Robbie Anderson over Robert Woods. Yes. I would take Juju Smith-Schuster over Robert Woods. Yes. Uh, I think I would take Deshaun Jackson over Robert Woods. No, Robert Woods. Okay. Uh, I'd take Robert Woods over guys like Kelvin Benjamin and Devontae Adams. Not Devontae Adams. Kelvin Benjamin is yes. As much as I love Corey Davis, and man, we'll talk about him in a couple minutes. As much as I love Corey Davis, I'm taking Robert Woods over Corey Davis. Yeah, what has Corey Davis done for me at all? Uh, he's had a crazy amount of targets, and he's just going to get better and better. And he's going to cash in on. He almost had a touchdown last week. I know, I saw it. <laughs> Poor guy. He, yeah, he is. Uh, I think he's for real. I think if you're in a keeper dynasty league, Corey Davis is going to be very valuable in years to come. But not and, this year. And Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Not this year, Dale. Hmm. Not this year, I though. Think so. No, I like him. All right. Well, he's had two games where he's had. 2.80 points back to back. Who? Corey Davis. He had a fumble. He has? Yeah. Oh, right. The fumble. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Um, I guess I guess we haven't really talked. There's not a ton of wide receivers out there, like I said. Oh, I do want to mention really quick um, Jeremy Macklin. I noticed him. He's available in a few of my leagues. I just want to talk to him, talk about him really quick. I just want to talk to Jerry Macklin. <laughs> Look, man, you're doing really good this year. <laughs> Look, coming off his bye, he has Green Bay, Houston, and Detroit. His next three games, which are 
very good. And this is maybe a reason why I like Joe Flacco a little bit, just because of the matchups here for wide receivers. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Macklin, I know he's had issues with health because he's, he's out for a couple weeks, but he was targeted nine times in week nine against Tennessee with almost 100 yards. And he's he's available on a lot of waiver wire, on a lot of uh, on a lot of waiver wires. He's definitely consideration. He has a pretty good schedule as well. He gets Green Bay, Houston, Cleveland, Indianapolis. That's uh, last that's four games out of the next six or eight. Right, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, he plays Indy in the Super Bowl. So I don't know if he's available. I think he's worth spending. I don't know at a couple percent of your budget if you have a two hundred dollar budget. I would consider, I don't know, he's a three fan- four bucks on him. He's a fantastic wide receiver three, borderline wide receiver two rest of the way, if he's healthy playing every yeah. game. If he's healthy and if Joe Flacco can pass him the ball. We'll see. That's that's <laughs> debatable. <laughs> uh, I guess because this is a waiver wire, we we kind of suck at this, Armando. Um, the, the streamers, the quarterback streamers and stuff like that. Um, cause we rarely talk about the streamers at the same time we talk about waiver wire, but I think we're making pretty good timing here and we're actually going through, um, we're actually going through this pretty quick. So I want to talk about some quarterback streamers. Go. I'm ready. The, the guy that we talked about off air, I like Case Keenum. He, if he's available. Yeah. He's, he was amazing last week. Yeah. Yeah. He had uh 300 over 300 yards, four touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, but that didn't really matter cause he's playing amazing. Uh, Adam Thielen is awesome too, by the way. Um, that's my analysis for the week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Case Keenum is he last week he doubled his um, amount of time, or I'm sorry, he, how do I say this? His yards per attempt, I yeah. think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. It, he doubled that from last week to the previous weeks. So that just means he's throwing it downfield a little bit. Maybe they're letting him loose. I'm really nervous to see what's going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater. I know Teddy Bridgewater is probably the better quarterback, but he's playing great with Thielen and Diggs, and that team is playing pretty well. So that's that's something to look out for. Teddy Bridgewater, we talked about him last week. He's worth a stash. I stashed him in, in leagues that I don't have a strong quarterback. Armando, I know that our league of record, you don't have a great quarterback. I would consider Teddy Bridgewater just if you have that extra roster spot. Somebody, somebody's wavering know. him, they told me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Can't right. do it. Not with the waiver. Yeah, but you know he has a uh, he's solid and he has a really good team around him if he does come back and play. So we'll see yeah. how. That, all right. Basically, they're going to wait for Case Keenum to have a the same two you know two interception game, but you know, but if he scores, you know, zero touchdowns and two hundred passing yards, Teddy Bridgewater will come in the next game. I'm going to be really they're, bad. They're just waiting for him. if they bench Case Keenum because he has been pretty good. Like he's led them to a winning season. Number yeah. one, like the number two seed right now. Like, well, there's no reason to bench him. Like, just write it out. He's been pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he has been. I think they're just gonna uh, they're gonna wait for him to fuck up, and then they're gonna throw in Teddy Bridgewater. And we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, Blaine? Gra- yeah, you want to talk about Blaine Gabbert, Romano? Not really. I mean, it's Blaine Gabbert. Like, this is his fourth team in like five years. Uh, like. If, you, if you're desperate for a quarterback in a two-quarterback league, he's going to be starting for Arizona Cardinals over Colin Kaepernick. So, whatever. Grab him if you need him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what to think about that, really. I mean, the only reason why he is somewhat of a streamer is because of his schedule. He plays Houston next. 
and then he plays Tennessee later on in the fantasy playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, like again, decent schedule, I guess. If yeah. you're looking for somebody and you need a streamer, he he will be available. Yeah, I can almost promise you that. Super flex league, sure, grab him. He might he might be useful against Houston or Tennessee, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about Josh McCown for a second. Okay. Josh McCown, he he doesn't have a great schedule coming up. He has his week 11 bye, and he has Carolina, Kansas City, and Denver, then New Orleans, which is improved, and then the Chargers, who have a pretty good um, track record against quarterbacks. Yeah, He's played well. He's played good enough to be a streamer the last few weeks. And that's probably ending now that he's going to have his bye in week 11. Yeah, he's no. I don't think he's anybody that you want to hold on to. No, I mean, like, like he follows the same place as Gamber, maybe a little higher. He does play KC, and he has been pretty good recently. Um, right. If you're, but if you need, if you're a two quarterback league, grab him. But that's the only format I could see him playing in going forward. Um, unless someone gets injured and you really need a quarterback against KC, that's it. That's week thirteen. But that, other than that, he's done. Right. Yep. All right, and. Uh, Guess we could talk about tight ends as well. Uh, Greg Olson. I know you've been talking about Greg Olson for a couple of weeks, Armando. You've been keeping your eye on him. I love the boy. He's... He should be returning week twelve. Yeah, and if you, I, I mean, almost Against everyone, Jets. everyone in your league needs a tight end unless you own Jimmy Graham, Tyler Eifert, or Gronk. Yep, yep. This yeah. week, uh, I'm sorry, this year really sucks for streaming tight ends. Yep. I'm a huge proponent of streaming tight ends, and man, it's not fun. It it, just, it makes your week so much more difficult. I know. <laughs> Delaney Walker has been pretty bad. I mean, Eric Ebron fell off the fall off the what is the chart? Fell yeah. off the fell off something. Yeah. He fell off the train. Yeah. <laughs> the wagon, the, the charts, whatever you want to yeah, say. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, you need a court. There's a really there's like a sixty percent chance you need a tight end. Just grab Greg Olson, and your sure. and your hustle. All right, um, Martellus Bennett. No, bro. That's such a weird story. Don't, how all that panned out. Don't waste it. Like, don't even bother with him, dude. Like, I, he has a bad attitude. Fuck the guy. I don't want him on my roster. Why do you think he has a bad attitude? You believe any of that bullshit that he's talking about with the Green Bay Packers? What? Tell me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. I'm not going into this. <laughs> no, we're not doing. We're okay. not. We're not having the same uh, conversation we had earlier. <laughs> So, uh, so you cannot uh, you cannot pick up Martellus Bennett because Armando said that he has a he has a uh, snappy attitude. He has a bad attitude for a player. <laughs> uh, one tight end I will grab if he's available that maybe a lot of people missed last week was Charles Clay. He's going to get more involved. That's a good one. Yeah, um, on a two hundred dollar budget, I would consider five bucks, five to eight dollars on Charles Clay if you need a tight end. Uh, he plays the Chargers, Chiefs, and Patriots next three games so yeah that's a really good one evan ingram was just injured as well so we'll see how that plans out if you need someone i think you're right about uh the guy you just named whatever whatever <laughs> got his name you already forgot who i'm talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> charles clay <laughs> i was looking up aj derby <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> all right um i think Man, we like cruise through that. I I know we didn't talk a lot of bullshit in between, but I hope that people have a good understanding of some of the waivers. Do you have any deep guys that you want to talk about? I mean, Chris Carson. He, they just announced that he might come back in December. Um, he has been the <laughs> old. What? Why are you laughing, no, man? Go ahead. 
Because you were talking about Chris Carson. What's wrong with Chris Carson? If he comes uh, back, if he comes back, he should be. How about this? He should be owned in a keeper league. Hands down, keeper dynasty leagues, he needs to be owned because he is the best running back on their roster. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Okay. If Chris Carson comes back in December and you need a running back for any reason, he's very usable. He goes against, I know Jacksonville's been pretty good. Los Angeles is mediocre and Dallas yeah. as week 15, 16. He is serviceable if you're desperate for a running back and somehow you've made it that far. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go through some maybe guys that you can look for in the next few weeks. Maybe not necessarily a pickup now, but maybe just a couple guys that you might want to talk about or, or look into and put on your radar at least. Our boy John, our one of our writers, John Chapman, he mentioned Adam she, uh, Shaheen, uh, tight end. He's, uh, he's worth adding. Sorry, I had a little brain fart there. Also, guys, don't forget about who does Corey he Coleman. Play, who does he play for? The Bears. Okay. 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 Deion, Deion Sims uh, did not did not play due to an illness, so Adam Shaheen filled in for him and played pretty nice. Uh, a couple other guys I want to talk about. Uh, Corey Coleman. You were talking about Corey Coleman earlier today, weren't you? Yeah. Um, I'm all on board with him. He is ready to go. Yeah. Grab him. If Josh Gordon plays, if Josh Gordon plays this year, me and you love him, right? I mean, well, now that Brito's not here, Brito absolutely hates Josh Gordon. I don't even understand why. Like, what? Why do you hate him? Like, if you can get it for free, he has a potential to be a number one wide receiver, and you're getting him yeah. for free. Like, why would you hate him? Like, what, there's nothing to hate about him. Yep. Yeah, I if, agree. If just, he, as, that just that he hasn't played. In a while. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, the guy's turned his life around. He's ready to go. Like, you need someone <laughs> yeah, ambitious he, to get He's probably the- healthier. I mean, if he hasn't smoked in a year, like, he's probably going to run faster, right? Exactly. Get in on that, man. <laughs> you need to get yourself some Josh Gordon. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, some other deep stash guys, some deep deep dish. Um, I don't know. What, what do we call these guys? Yeah, let's, ca- let's call them deep dishers. Deep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Sorry, TJ Yeldon. Uh, TJ Yeldon. Yeah. Okay. We're just throwing names out there nowadays. Let's just end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Rawls is a good one. Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. I know he didn't do much this week, but Doug Martin, if he continues to struggle, someone's going to take the job away from him. Like, he is not the future of that franchise. They're going to move right. on very soon. Right. Hey, really quick. Uh, Latav- you, I know you are a huge Jerk McKinnon fan. You're probably his number one fan. Probably part of his fan club. I trade him away. Latavius... Latavius Murray has been so much better than McKinnon recently. Yeah. Yeah. So much better. He's just been better. (laughs) Yeah. He's scoring touchdowns. McKinnon's not. Yeah. If he's available for whatever reason, he probably shouldn't be. But if he's available, I'm spending 10% of my budget on Latavius Murray. I think he's a very solid running back to flex option on most teams. Um, Yeah. I would say he's, yeah, I would, I would agree with that in RB two going forward. If he continues to take the job away from McKinnon. He's not yeah, going to light the world. Seventeen. He had seventeen carries last week. Yeah, he's not going to light the world on fire whatsoever. He has a pretty tough schedule going forward, but I mean, he's going to get the touchdowns in the red zone. He's going to get a little more work than McKinnon. He's definitely worth, you know, in a desperate situation. That Latavius Murray is definitely on top of the players we've talked about today. Right, uh, Latavius Murray. Yeah, I know you mentioned his schedule. Uh, week eleven, he has a good matchup against the Rams. They don't have a really strong run defense. I know it's kind of hard to believe because they are a pretty good defense. But they play the Rams, Atlanta, 
and Green Bay are their good matchups. In between there, they play middle of the road Cincinnati and Carolina, which, which is, is a really great tough. run defense. Yeah, okay, really right, right. So it's a little up and down there for them, but uh, they they they'll be they like running the ball in Minnesota, and yeah. they'll stick to it. I agree with that. Okay, and he's had let's see since week seven he's had eighteen, nineteen, and seventeen attempts. It's pretty solid. Yeah. With two touchdowns in the last three weeks. Did did you and Brito ever talk about Curtis Samuel? No. Really? I don't think so. You know who he is? Yes, I know who he is. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> Wait, does that surprise you that we didn't talk about him? Yeah, it does. I mean, they said he's going to take the role away from Kelvin Benjamin now that he's gone. And he's actually been okay. Last week he had, like, what, 58 yards. This week he's a top target guy. Um, I think going forward he's going to be a solid wide receiver three. Maybe wide receiver two if he could finally uh, put it all together and get some chemistry yep. going. Yeah, and he has his bye next week, so that, that kind of puts a wrench in things. But for any of the Carolina receivers, including Christian McCaffrey here, week 15 and 16 are beautiful for uh, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, any of those guys on Carolina played Green Bay and Tampa Bay back-to-back week 15 and 16. So this is a time, I mean, I know it's week 10 and we still have some games to play here before the playoffs. But you might want to start looking and positioning yourselves for good matchups in, in the playoffs because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I already started. I'm doing like my defense trades now. Like I sent Darkwa for uh, Jacksonville Jaguar defense. Since I'm already locked in for the playoffs, I'm I'm looking for the good matchups and defenses. Right. Getting away yeah. my scrubs. Yeah, there you go. All right, man, we talked a lot, and my throat is like I need to get a drink or something. Oh, man, I wanted to say a dick joke. <laughs> um armando are you going to record tomorrow are the is the listening audience going to hear you tomorrow sure mm, okay i don't have maybe to I'll... i don't have to no no it's okay <clears throat> maybe you you should do a solo episode i think they'll love an armando solo episode i'll do it i'll do it it'll be nah. it'll be lots of fun. i don't want to ruin the podcast i'll just it'll be all the names wrong like fig newton <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nobody there to correct you <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, you can find us on Twitter at EatSleepFF. Look for us on Facebook. Look for that private group, Eat Nation private group on Facebook as well. There will uh, be no dick pics on that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't put dick pics in that group. They get deleted. Yeah. For Armando Crespo, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening, and we will talk yeah. to you guys tomorrow. Eat Sleep Fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy.